Hello, everybody. It's Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in again. And today's been a whirlwind day. It's just been um, it's been a crazy day. Started off this morning. Um, I had to drive from where I live uh, two hours down the road to to meet a lady for my daughter. I was picking up a, a rabbit that she was purchasing. My daughter was coming from a further distance away to an, to another town. She was going to pick up two other rabbits. And so I was going to rendezvous with her on the, on a return uh, place so that she wouldn't have to drive as far and uh, could take her babies and, and her rabbits and go back home. Well, I picked up my rabbit and was on the way to the rendezvous point, and she calls, and she's blowing a tire and sitting in the middle of the median of the interstate with three babies in the car, waiting on somebody to come help her change a tire. So I went on and picked up the other rabbits where she was heading to, and then I met her at her breakdown location. And then I came home and slowed down and went and got something to eat. was coming back and met a man with a backpack walking down the parkway. And I did what I don't usually do, and I picked him up. And his name was Brett, and me and Mr. Brett rode for miles talking about God and listening to the still small voice of God and his journey in life and where he's come from. He's just a couple of years younger than me. And he's seen a lot, done a lot. And uh, so we, we uh, spent a little time together. I drove him up the road a ways and put him out on the parkway north of me. He's heading north, just walking and meeting people and seeing things and doing things that some people never, ever do in their life. Never, ever step outside their comfort zone. Never take an adventure. He worked as a deckhand on a fishing boat for a while. and He's done all kinds of things. But you know, I saved him a few miles, many miles of walking and got him up the road of ways to rest for the night. And I, you know, I thought about this and thought about it. And I, the thing that came to me was the Good Samaritan. And you know, I've done that before, I'm sure. But I'm going to do it again. And so, um, But you know, it starts off, I'm going to read it to you. A certain lawyer stood up and tested him, testing Jesus, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, 
with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. So if they wounded him, they beat him. They robbed a guy and beat him, left him on the side of the road half dead. It says, Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn, took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So, Jesus says, Which of these three do you think was the neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said, Go and do likewise. So let's break it down a little bit. It says the guy was robbed, beaten, half dead, wounded. And a priest comes along. Well, a priest in Jerusalem had a certain duty in the temple. They come from the um, how do you say they performed sacrifices and things in the temple and they had to be spiritually spiritually clean physically clean they couldn't touch blood or dirty or certain things and they're all about the letter of the law and then a Levite comes along and he comes along and he walks to the other side also and leaves the guy the Levites are the scholars. They teach people. And they're also uh, in the, in the, from the tribe of Levi. That's why they call them Levites. And they, they also perform duties in the temple. And they're supposed to be spiritually clean, ritually clean, and all this stuff. So here's two guys. They know. They know the Old Testament law inside and out. They can quote it, usually memorize it, know what you're supposed to do and not do. They know about helping your fellow man and doing what's right and wrong. But yet, because of their status and they didn't want to get their hands dirty, they chose to walk by a man and let him lay there on the ground. How many of you have walked by a person that God has put in front of you. doesn't mean they were beat down, laying down on the ground, half robbed or whatever, but who has been, who have you walked by in need? Or driven by? Have you been through town and seen somebody sitting at the intersection with a sign saying, homeless, need food? Have you heard somebody come in your church and say, my neighbor has lost their job and they're having a real hard time and and they need some help and you you just don't offer up anything? 
Or how many of you have a pickup truck and riding down the road and you see somebody hitchhiking or walking, how many of you have pulled up and said, you need a ride? And say, well, you know, I'm not real keen on putting people inside with me, but you can ride in the back of the pickup truck and I'll take you as far as I'm going. How many of you have done that? That's a that's kind of a compromise on putting somebody in, in you and being in harm's way. And that's what I used to do when I ride around in my pickup truck. I'd put people in the back. And I can't tell you how many people were thankful to have a ride even if they were in the back of my pickup truck. How many of you have done anything for anybody? You see any old person trying to cross the street and can't get out, how many of you have stopped and helped them? Have you worried about your own cleanliness instead of worrying about helping somebody who may be in need? You know, I could just just as easily have driven by that guy today and kept on going. I had driven over 300 miles already, running around, crazy helping i'm rolling up my windows and shutting my doors in case y'all hear me because it's raining outside but the things that i did i could have i could have walked by that guy i could have kept going i could have said not my problem but i stopped i'm not saying i'm better than anybody I'm just saying the opportunity was there and I capitalized on it. And because of that, I don't know, we rode 10 miles or more down the parkway, having a good old day, enjoying the scenery. Saw some beautiful sights out there today. And taught Bible and family and God and our purpose on life. I didn't have to put anybody up at an end, or I didn't have to treat no wounds, but I'm sure I'm sure that things were bandaged in a way that we don't we'll never know. But you know there's something else that's really key and pivotal in this narrative, and it says, but a certain Samaritan. And the reason Jesus used the Samaritan is because in Samaria, the northern kingdom above uh, Jerusalem, was the other uh, Jewish people who, who didn't want to come to Jerusalem. And they built their own for their sacrifices and whatnot once a year. So they built their own altar up there. And um, they were the people that were interbred with the locals and they weren't the pure Jews and they were considered half-breeds and the unclean and the, the Jewish people avoided them at all means possible. They avoided the Samaritans. So here is a certain man from Jerusalem who fell among thieves. So Jerusalem means he was a Jew. He was Jewish. And you know, think about it. 
you're out there doing something and you get mugged, beat up, and robbed. And you think, oh great, put it in a little perspective for you. Here comes a doctor. He comes. Here comes a doctor. The doctor's going to help me. And the doctor's like, I don't want nothing to do with you. And he walks away. Walks around. Then here comes a, a nurse or an EMT or somebody. And you're like, oh great, they're going to help me. No. They go around you and keep on going. But then here comes the person that's the person that you've cussed and mistreated and abused and called them slurs their whole life. You've called them half-breeds. You've, you've just belittled them and everything. You've even shunned them from Jerusalem, from your home. And that person stops and puts bandages on you and puts you in your car and takes you to the hospital and says, Here, take care of them, and whatever it costs, I'll pay. I'll be back tomorrow. Listen to that. Isn't that beautiful? Listen to the rain and the... But you know, that is our world today. We're too busy throwing accusations at people, treating people ugly. And then, sometimes, God says the joke's on you because then you wind up needing those people. But then who's the joke really on if you're riding somewhere and you don't do anything? And the Lord lays it on your heart to stop and help that person. But you just keep on going. You know, I, <laughs> God bless my friend Connie. She puts up with my ranting and raving and, and my crying. And, and she's my support network and props me up. But God puts people in our lives for a reason. He puts people in our lives to help us and to steer us, to nurture us. And when that time comes and you're riding down the road, maybe it's time for you to pay it forward. Maybe it's time for you to get outside your comfort zone and help somebody less fortunate. It doesn't mean you have to adopt them and bring them into your house. But Jesus said, so much as you've done to the least of these, you've done to me. Hebrews says, some of us have un entertained angels unawares. Do we know what's going on? No. Do we know who has all the answers? Yes. I tell you what, I sleep better at night knowing that I answered the nudge of God and driving down the road, putting somebody in my rearview mirror 
thinking, you need some help, but not from me, buddy. I guarantee you any of us, if we're hanging from the ledge of a cliff, you would be thankful for whoever it was that walked over and looked down the edge and goes, oh my goodness, here, take my hand. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know what some people have been through. And you sure don't know what's up the road ahead for you. It doesn't take very much for the shoe to be on the other foot. Are you ready to get out of bed tomorrow on the other side of the bed wearing, wearing a lifestyle you never thought you would wake up to tomorrow? Think about it. Think about it. I woke up with the most beautiful woman in the world on March 4th. I made her breakfast. I fixed her lunch. I kissed her during the day. I didn't know what was going on. I was living in paradise. That woman was had more class in her little finger than, than I deserved to have in my life. She was so beautiful. She could pray the prayers of an angel. I've never heard somebody pray so beautiful. And at 4 o'clock that afternoon, I heard the sound that changed my life forever. As she walked into the bathroom and shot herself. People, God can take... <laughs> He could take this rain and he could make it go back up into the heavens if he wanted to. But I'm so thankful. So thankful that he has forgiven me of my sins and my wife of her sins. And I know that one day I'm going to get to walk into her arms again and his. And I can't wait to hear what he says about everything I've done. I just pray every day that I don't let him down. So this is Pastor Chip. I thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Maybe you'll think about things and people differently the next time you see somebody out there. Or the next time you hear that story of the Good Samaritan, you'll think of it in a different way. This is Pastor Chip. God bless. Thank you. I love you all.